Hey, how y'all doing? Hello, 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 hello. This is Rick Sincere with Trackstar Sports, and I am so happy to be talking to you guys today. All right, so normally we do this stuff like on on a Monday. Normally you get an NFL wrap-up on a Monday, um, but big news out of the NFL. So this is more like a breaking news segment. Big news out of the NFL today. So the Rams are at it again. I mean, I have never, never... I've never really seen one team basically play Madden with the NFL. I've never seen it. They acquire and trade, and they are as aggressive as I am in between seasons on Madden. I, I, I promise you that's the situation. And they are putting forth every single bit of effort to make sure that next year doesn't end like last year. Now, we know what it looked like last year, and there was some... I mean, there was some hints of this type of aggression last year. And what I mean by that is, if you watch the way they went after Sam Watkins last year, if you watch the way they kind of constructed that team going after Robert Woods, you can see a bit of aggression in their overall approach, right? But it wasn't true, like, undeniable, undoubtable aggression. Now, oh my gosh, here's the, here's the reason, and, and a lot of people are saying, what do you mean by aggression? Like, like what? what is that? Okay, so you go get Marcus Peters. You go after that and you acquire Keep Tlaib. You go after that and you win the war for Indomitian Sue. You win that war because of money, right? If you're shelling out that much, well, you win the war because of your roster and the money. So if you're willing to shell out that type of money, that's aggression. That means that you're aggressively pursuing free agents, right? Um, they did get rid of Alec Ogletree, but I mean, hey. You franchise tag um, LaMarcus Joyner, right? So your secondary is awesome. So your secondary is straight. Your front line is straight. You didn't, they didn't um, sign Aaron Donald to a big contract yet because they are kind of, you know, spending a little bit more money on, you know, acquiring new talents as opposed to securing old talent, right? Um, and on offense, they just made one of the, re- one of the big moves. One of the biggest moves of the offseason, and we'll talk about that in just a second. But anyway, you get rid of um, a Sammy Watkins, and everybody's like, who do you replace a Sammy Watkins with, right? He's your deep field. He's your down-the-field threat, right? He, he's that guy for you. They didn't get rid of Tavon Austin. They still have a little special kind of deal for him, so they made sure that they um, kept Tavon Austin. And the team is loaded, right? The team is loaded. Across the board, they're loaded. I, I know you're like, yo, it doesn't seem like they acquired too much. You're lying. You know good and well acquiring Aqib Tlaib, Marcus Peters, and Ndamukong Sue, along with already having a front line, including Aaron Donald, is all you need to make sure that you have a legit defense, along with the defensive coordinator and Wade Phillips. Come on. Come on. That, 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 that's ridiculous. It's ridiculous the amount of talent that they have now on that team in general and they were not stopping there today today the rams they acquire brandon cooks brandon cooks from the new england patriots so they got brandon cooks and a fourth round draft pick and they gave up a first rounder from this year now they were already eager to give up that first rounder they were already kind of dangling that first-round pick in front of the New York Giants to see if they can acquire Odell Beckham Jr. They were really trying to angle to, to get Odell Beckham Jr. Now, with them getting Odell, oh, my God, that's crazy. 
right? But remember that draft class, right? That Odell was in that draft class. Um, Jarvis Landry was in that draft class. And one of the stars of that draft class was Brandon Cooks. That's when he got selected by the New Orleans Saints. So now you have, instead of getting the big top dog from that draft class, you have another very viable piece in Brandon Cooks. Now, they are going to be stacked again. I mean, they were already stacked on defense. People were like, oh, my gosh, look at all that defensive talent. Now, on offense, you have a Ty Gurley, Brandon Cooks, uh, Robert Woods. They were, they're going to be all right. They're going to be better than all right. As long as Jared Goff continues to um, do what he's been doing, which is mature over the course of the season. I mean, oh, I mean over the course of his career. So, first year, not great. Second year, great. Third year could be extremely, extremely profitable for this young man. This team is, I mean, they are being so incredibly aggressive. And and I hate to be a legit fan. Well, and I hate to be a legit fan. I can't be a legit fan of the Los Angeles Rams because I'm a legit fan of, New, of the New Orleans Saints. And everybody kind of knows that, right? Like, that's always a deal. But. But can I be an admirer of their moves and their aggression? Oh, man, I admire it so much. I'm looking from afar like, good Lord. Good Lord, look how they are attacking the market right now. And they really are, and they are stacked. Across the board, the Los Angeles Rams are stacked, and you better be prepared for it. Now, granted, um, there are some other teams in the NFC who, who've done a pretty fair amount of stacking as well, right? Um, By getting Sheldon Rankin, um, not Rankins, Richardson. So you have some stacking that's going on with Minnesota. They already have a pretty good defense. They go out and acquire um, another big defensive piece. So they are pretty much stacked as well. You got to pay attention to them, right? Um, <laughs> another one. I think the Tampa Bay Buccaneers going out and acquiring JPP. That's a situation for them. Now, they're not stacked, right? So he'll kind of be like a lone wolf in that situation. But it's a big deal. The bigger deal is what happened with the Eagles, right? Going out and acquiring a Michael Bennett. Them having Michael Bennett on that line, along with who they already had on that line to go to the Super Bowl. Come on, man. And I think Chris Long may even be coming back for for another year. So they are going to be pretty legit on defense as well. As well, the NFC is going to be a really, really tough place um, to to make moves in. But the biggest, the biggest moves have been made by the Los Angeles Rams, and you have to look at them and respect what they are doing because they are doing a really, really big job. Now, let me say this: there may be some type of hatred, maybe just a little bit, between the Rams and the Saints because everybody. Oh, my bad. Let me not forget to mention um, definitely how deep this goes. I, I, I will get back to that Rams and Saints theory, but. Let's not forget, Aaron Rodgers is coming back, right? And they got him a shiny new toy in Jimmy Graham. So let's not forget that. So pay attention to that, just kind of with the side eye. All right, anyway, so outside of that, right, you have this whole Rams and Saints thing. What do I mean by that? Well, every player, every player, almost almost every one of them, that the, the Saints have, I guess, wanted to acquire, right? Um, the Rams have been able to kind of scoop and then, on top of that, and the Dominican Sioux was a big get. It was a big get. And New Orleans, not only the New Orleans team, not only the team, the New Orleans Saints, but the fan base really wanted to get in Dominican Sioux. And the Rams just come in, swoop and scoop him. And then they come back, kick him in the face by taking Brandon Cooks, who they 
just traded away last year, right? You think you, you send him out of the division, everything's fine, no need to worry. Well, look, you get, we took your Sue, and now we're gonna took your we're gonna took your <laughs> now we're gonna take your Cook, and they went ahead and got Cooks from the Patriots, and so now in the division, the Saints now have to deal with the Rams along with Brandon Cooks, and and that's not. That's not that's not you know an easy thing to do, especially with Sean McVay's offense. Have you guys seen the intricacies of the offense in Los Angeles? I know I talk about them a lot, but I mean, God, they they really are um, something to talk about, and I really do see them doing well um, for this next upcoming season. Will it be Super Bowl? Well, we don't know. Now, um, the last thing I want to talk about is something that's going on with the NFL draft, right? So there is something going on with the NFL draft. And one of the biggest things happening with the NFL draft as we get closer are the bit of rumors, right? Some rumors, that's basically what you're going to see leading up to the draft. You're going to see rumors. You're going to hear a little bit of, um, you know, speculation about things. You're going to hear um, some old coaches talking about some stuff about their players. You're going to hear rumors of players visiting. Um, and, and basically, you know, that's it. Be more so rumors. A lot more, um, a lot more kind of just kind of talking head stuff as opposed to big, straight up, you know, awesome news. One of the things that kind of came out, um, if you really watch what's going on uh, with the NFL and the NFL network, is that you have Jim Mora on past to the draft and and shows like that, right? Jim Mora has been um, pretty loose with what he's been saying, right? And and when he's talking, he's a bit loose about what he's saying about his quarterback. One of the things that he said the other day was that if you're going to select somebody like a Josh Rosen, Josh Rosen is a quarterback from UCLA, about 6'4", 226 pounds. He was a phenomenal, phenomenal guy um, for them last season for UCLA. He's been pretty good. Last year, he threw for like 3,756 yards. Now, look, I said like, but that's an exact figure, right? And so he is a great prospect, but the rap, the, the, I guess the underlying tone for a Josh Rosen is that Josh Rosen could live above it all. He's already wealthy. He doesn't, he's not as hungry for this as, um, as some players are. That's not his deal. He's not extremely hungry for football. Like he needs it because he doesn't financially. And so on top of that bad rap, that's already out there. Jim Mora hits the world with this. He said that if you're going to select a Josh Rosen, then you have to intellectually stimulate him. And if you don't intellectually stimulate somebody like a Josh Rosen, then you could possibly lose him because he'll get bored. Come on, man. That's not good for his stock. (laughs) You know that. That's not great for his stock. But listen to, and I'm going to kind of just drop you into a place, right? Um, listen to how this is being presented now. When you say challenge, when you say stimulate, do you mean to, in terms of football concepts, in terms of player? This is an incredibly intelligent young man. I mean, he, his ability to comprehend the game and see things in the game and make adjustments during a game are uncanny, you know, unlike a lot of guys that most guys I've ever been around. And so 
I'm going to say this. So, what I hear is backpedaling. That's really what I'm hearing right now. What what GMs fear a little bit is that you have to develop a bit of a program to keep him intellectually stimulated because if you don't, you'll lose your quarterback because he'll just get bored with the whole football thing. You don't want to hear that. If you're about to spend big money on our big-time investment, like a first-round draft pick in a quarterback, you got to build a program to keep him intellectually stimulated or you're going to lose him? You don't want to have to do that. You want somebody to have that internal motivation that will and want to to come in and drive a franchise to the next level, right? So the question is, if you got millions of dollars, who do you give it to? A Baker Mayfield who is arrogant and who's a bit on that cocky side, but you don't have to motivate Baker Mayfield. He comes in day one. You don't got to intellectually stimulate him. He comes in day one ready to challenge your franchise to bring it to the next level, right? He's not going to get overly bogged down with the whole, oh man, you know, this ain't really like, you know, this ain't. Um, stimulating to me. Get out of here with that. At least that's how some GMs feel, right? Some GMs are like, you know, that, that's a bit that's a bit much. Now, some, on the other hand, will say, yo, well, you know, some of the greats. And this was Bucky Brooks from the NFL Network, and that's kind of where you heard that clip from. Bucky Brooks is like some of the greats, always wanted to know the why behind the scheme. It It's, you know, something that's, you know, that they that they do they want to understand the why the what and the why and the why will help to drive them to become a better player right but one thing i never heard yes Peyton manning may have wanted to know the why but if you didn't give him the why it wasn't like he was gonna just quit because this got boring if you didn't give him the information, it wasn't like, oh, man, this is no longer intellectually stimulating to me. He wouldn't make it emula- intellectually stimulating. He'll force that. It's not that you you have to, like, you know, you got to make this thing pop for him, right? If it's not lit, it's not it for him. Come on, get out of here. With that kind of talk, and that's my whole deal. So I'm not really sold on the whole 
Josh Rosen situation. Now, granted, he may come in and be a phenomenal quarterback for years. Um, maybe he'll hook up with just the right system. They'll give him everything he needs. But Bucky Brooks came back and compared Josh Rosen to one Jay Cutler. And if you know Jay Cutler, you know the deal. With Jay Cutler, he's there sometimes. And sometimes him not. He's round. And sometimes him away. So what that means is that you got to make sure you develop a really good program for this Josh Rosen kid, or you may get Jake Cutler. That's not a good look at the end of the day. Um, I don't know. Seeing him talk to Aaron Rodgers, I kind of watched um, him, you know, go through some drizzle. Aaron Rodgers asking some questions. Aaron Rodgers could be a bit of a arrogant guy. I'll say that a little bit and a bit of a um, hard person to kind of crack or talk to for real. Um, but at the same time, you know, watching him interact, it looked like a very strained interaction. That, that's just in my opinion. So you can go back and look at that. You can check that out on NFL.com and see kind of what you feel about that interaction. Or you can look at that on Pass to the Draft and see how you feel about that interaction. It looked a little bit strained to me. Um, but at the same time, I wasn't there the whole time. So I don't know what it's like when they're when they in, uh, um, in a situation together. At the end of the day, here's what I'm looking at. I'm looking at multiple quarterbacks who you don't have to motivate like that. Sam Darnold, not a guy who you have to intellectually stimulate or build a program around. Baker Mayfield, not that guy. Now, Josh Allen, I'm not sure about his psyche. I'm not super sure about his psyche. I do know his arm is phenomenal, but I'm not truly a believer yet in the actual player because of his low completion percentage. I think that has a lot more to do um, with... I think that has a lot more to do with him as an athlete making proper reads than it has to do... Um, with him having a lack of receivers or a lack of weapons. That's just in my opinion. And I'm still studying um, Allen, so don't quote me just yet. Lamar Jackson, I still don't think you have to motivate him from day one. He comes in hot because you doubted him so much. So, is Josh Rosen a top quarterback in this class? Yes, he is. But is he somebody you want to invest millions of dollars in? And is he somebody your franchise is set up to take, handle, and make sure he gets to the next level? All right. Anyway, that's my two cents. I know I'm a bit more animated today, and this podcast went on a lot longer than normal. Um, but I super, um, I'm excited, man. I'm so excited. So this is the NFL wrap up. You are here with Rick, and I hope you have a phenomenal day. Remember, you're awesome, you're incredible, and you are phenomenal. And that's why you are listening to Track Star Sports right here on Anchor or iTunes. God bless.